Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. So I want to talk about getting an inheritance for a couple seconds here, because when you get a large inheritance, it can be emotionally overwhelming. What's the first step that we should take if a loved one leaves you a substantial amount? Well, one of the things you should never do is immediately notify everybody what you got (laughs) 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 and start making a list of the handouts, because once that money is gone, it is gone. Mm -hmm. And if you're really wise about it and you get some help with it, I mean, the stats are really scary, Mark. So if you think about it, when I started working with the attorneys and the CPAs and we started doing advanced estate planning for our clients about 15 years ago, one of the things that blew me away is they said, yeah, it doesn't matter how much the money is. It can be a million dollars. It can be $500,000. If it's a lot of money to that person, it is typically gone in 18 months. And I said, no, it's not gone in 18 months. He said, yeah. I go, if it's $5 million, uh, yes. If it's $2 million, yes. So it just, it goes so fast. But where If you get an inheritance like that and you're careful with it, it can be a life-changing event for you where it can provide tremendous retirement income, tremendous income in in general. Mm -hmm. And if you turn that investment into an income stream, then all of a sudden you have the power of that investment for the rest of your life. So it's really making sure that we help people take a lump sum windfall of money from an inheritance or anything like that. The lottery, it doesn't matter how you got that windfall. You want to make sure you put it to work for you so the money begins to work for you and then you have it for the rest of your life. So I think it's important that you said, um, don't tweet, don't Facebook. Don't put it out there on social media that you just got a big old lump sum of cash. Yes. Yeah. And you're going yeah, to be amazed. Correct. You're going to be amazed how many cousins you've just found out that you have. Correct. One other thing I want to add to that is when you get that windfall, you know, your first instinct is to buy something, right? You have this new money, you want to go buy something. Just be careful what you buy and how much you buy of it. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, if you buy cars, all right, those cars aren't going to be worth much in 5 to 10 years. Your house may be worth some money. Of course, it's going to be worth something. So buying a house isn't the worst investment, but make sure you don't take all of the accumulating power of your inheritance and spend it, put it in the dirt, right? Because then you lose the power of the future of that money for you. I want to go to the flip side of that, of legacy planning versus estate planning, because there is a difference between the two. I'd like for you to hear this clip from CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger, who says that regardless of your assets, you will need a will. It's not just about people who have money. This is about your wishes being met. Who's going to take care of your kids? How do you want to be treated in the late years of your life? And what is going to be the game plan for that Hard conversations to have, but not having them will not solve the problem. Okay, so is it enough to just have a will when it comes to our legacy planning, or do you recommend like a full-fledged plan? I would recommend a full-fledged plan, but that full-fledged plan, you know, may not require a trust, right? So people are confused sometimes about, you know, wills versus trust. Mm -hmm. So a will is just instructions for the probate court. You know, here's all my stuff. I'm passed. Here, court, charge me, charge my estate to disperse it to who I want it to go to, right? That's a will. So if you can put beneficiaries on things, if you can put your home deed, get that done correctly so it goes to whomever you want it to, um, you may not need the trust. But if you're thinking big picture, you want to put more strings upon your inheritance at your passing, essentially, it's almost like controlling things from the grave, then maybe you do need a trust. So it's something we look at, but definitely know what you need 
and know why you need it. Yeah, because there's some kids that are very, very responsible, mm-hmm. and there's some kids that need some help, you know, and if you want to spread it out more than just your kids, you want to go to grandkids, you want to go to charities, you want to go to foundations, you want to create a foundation, something like that. Trusts are a great place to be able to do that, and they're a great tool to keep money with a bloodline, you know, so you can have money stay with your kids, and, and if they get married and then divorced, you can still have that money stay with the bloodline. So there's there's a lot of neat things you can do with trusts that you can't do with a will, and they're basically everybody wants to try to have everything probated or given to their kids and their children without it having to be probated. So you want to try to keep it probate free. That's expensive. It drags in the court system. It can take a while to get that stuff out. So if you have everything as a beneficiary, sometimes that stuff only takes 30 to 45 days. So there's a big difference between a year and a half to two years and 30 to 45 days. So R. McPherson, in the most simplistic forms, can you define the difference between a legacy versus an estate? Well, basically, if you're talking about it in a state, you're talking about what you have, what you've accumulated. Legacy planning is where you're maybe taking advantage of tax laws, wealth transfers that are going to be, as an example, an IRA. You can pass your IRA tax-free to your spouse, and your spouse can do the same thing. She can pass that to you tax-free. But if you're trying to give it to kids or grandkids or brothers or sisters, anything like that, family member, they are not allowed to do that. So with a SECURE Act, you're only allowed to roll that money over to a beneficial IRA, and you have to pay the tax at the time of the transfer. Mm-hmm. All of it is due, or you can stretch it for a maximum now of 10 years. We used to be able to do the life expectancy of the kids or the grandkids no longer. So we've got 10 years that money. The tax has to be paid on that money. So having ways to solve some of those legacy transfers can be very beneficial for your kids and your grandkids. You know, you may have three or $4 million that you think, oh, my kids are going to get it. You know, they're going to be fine. But if they have to pay 50% of that to tax and there's more efficient way to do that, why wouldn't you take advantage of that legacy planning so you could be more efficient so that the kids actually get the four or $5 million. So those are the kind of things that we talk about with our clients. Bloomberg says President Biden is considering some major tax hikes all to pay for that stimulus spending. Morningstar asked IRS expert Ed Slot, what that would mean for our retirement accounts. The odds are most people won't see their taxes go down given our deficit and debt levels. That's just a growing, building, unpaid, compounding debt in your IRA. And if rates go up over the long term, which is likely, it will cost you more later. The great part about the Roth conversion, the worst case scenario is you've locked in a 0% tax rate on those funds for life. That's not a bad consolation prize. You can't beat a 0% rate. Arg McPherson, Luke McCarty, is it a good time for a Roth? Are you a fan of Roth conversions or any other moves we should consider to help reduce our tax liabilities? We are big fans of Roth conversions when it fits into your plan. You know, For example, if you're in the higher tax brackets up in the 30%, it may not make sense because at retirement, you may not be that high based on income. However, with rising tax rates, you could be there in retirement as well. So mm-hmm. what we look at is if you're in the 22% bracket, right, and we can convert so much in that bracket, that's what we're going to look at and focus on. You know, we did this last year for our clients. We're doing it this year for our clients. Taxes are going up. They're historically low. Biden says that they're only impacting certain people, but as we hear more and more about the tax plan, it impacts more and more each time we talk about it. 
because our debt keeps getting larger and larger. Yeah, our government doesn't seem to be able to control their spending. So they've got to be able to pay for that spending in some form or fashion. So one thing that is nice to do is if you have headroom, so if you're in the 22% bracket when all of your income is said and done, you have another thirty dollars or $40,000 you can do a conversion in this year and only pay 22% on it, that's a good time to be able to do a Roth conversion. Or if you're already in the 24%, you may have a lot of headroom left in the 24% bracket because the 24% bracket goes all the way up to about $350,000 for if you're filing jointly. So there's a lot of things that we can do with our clients to try to get that money, pay the tax on it at the current rate that you're currently paying. But after that, it's zero. You know, So that ta- that money has been taxed and then the future growth of that money will be tax-free so it doesn't matter if we make 10% a year 20% a year 5% a year doesn't matter it's going to be tax-free so that's a big deal so getting some of those things converted to Ross can make a big big difference plus when we talk about legacy planning that you had asked earlier Mm -hmm. that's a great way to make sure that that money is given to kids and grandkids without having a huge tax problem there is an investment survey from Schroeder's that found that more than half of middle-aged and older Americans are confused about how they should be investing their money in retirement. So Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, talk a little bit about the differences between pre and post retirement strategies. Sure, and that's a great question and a great survey. If you think about it, you know, your pre-retirement strategy has probably always been, hey, let's put as much as we can to the 401k. Let's pick these few funds. Let's let it ride. That works sometimes. Works probably most of the time. It does not work in early 2000s. It does not work in 2008, 2009, and it didn't really work during the coronavirus except for when the government kind of bailed out the stock market. However, when you go to retirement and now you don't have enough time to deal with those fluctuations in the market, Mm -hmm. you don't have enough time to recover, now it's super important that you don't drop 20, 30, 40%, even if it is for only six months, right? Think of if you were pulling money out of your retirement account last March, and you were down 20% in one month, it's going to be really hard to take income that month knowing that you need to sell something to generate income. So this is what we do every day. We come up with an income strategy saying, hey, if our account is fluctuating like this, we better have another account over here that's safer, that doesn't fluctuate as much, and we take money from that bucket during that time. So have a plan, have an income retirement specialist. It's kind of like what, what Art and I do every day you know, to kind of plan that out for you. Yeah, just like you would have a specialist to help you do your your returns each year, why would you not want a specialist to help you do your retirement income planning? So most people, like Luke was saying, they have put some effort into their retirement from a standpoint of percentage of their income goes into savings bucket, 10%, 12%, 15%, 18%, 20%. <laughs> but what they haven't done is have a way to calculate Do I have enough now in that 401k chassis to be able to provide that retirement income for the rest of my life? You know, will it last me to age 80 and then I run out? Will it last me to age 88 and I run out? Or can I go into retirement with confidence knowing that it doesn't matter if I live to age 105 or 110 and I'm the oldest relative in my family um, and I have the longest longevity and I need long-term care and I need all this extra care. I have enough in my portfolio to be able to provide that and be able to have a very successful retirement and be able to give lots of wealth and dollars to my kids and my grandkids. So that's kind of everybody's dream. And we make those things a reality. And gentlemen, we spend our life handling
handling our finances. You know, it's our money and we work hard making sure we're building the right portfolio. Then we get to that point where it's time to get serious about retirement. Do you find that clients struggle to give up control of their portfolios? Yes, we find it very difficult because it's something you have been maybe touching, maybe looking at monthly, maybe weekly, every day for 20, 30, 40 years. And now you see this big lump sum of money, the most amount of money you've ever had in your life. And now you don't know what to do with it. So it's hard to give up that control, but it's also hard knowing that you need help. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of where we come in and make things simple. You know, we look at the current portfolio. We'll tell you when you walk in the door, hey, here's what your 401k, here's where it sits. Here's the risk you currently have. Here's the fees you're currently paying. And then here's what we would do differently. Here are our fees and here are the differences why. So we kind of lay it out there as you're getting educated. I mean, we have super, super smart clients that could do this on their own if they were in the business, in the industry every day. Just kind of like if we're engineers, right? It'd be easy for us, but it's not easy for Art and I to do those kind of things. So we can help set these up for clients. Yeah. And when you mean engineer, like an engineer for NASA or <laughs> right. an engineer for Grumman. Exactly. Right. We so, can't do that. Yeah. Right. I thought you but, meant like I can engineer a ham sandwich, like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we have, I think it's a little bit of that control thing, Mark, where, you know, you've been doing it, you've done a pretty good job. And, and the reason most people during retirement savings time do a good job is you're always putting money in. So, when the market goes down, you're still putting money in. You're not taking money out. Mm-hmm. So it's relatively easy to get a good long-term return because those times the market drops, you're still funding, you're still putting in. So those are not bad times for you over the long term. Where it gets to be very cautious or dangerous is when you hit that retirement red zone where a 2008, 2009 market event could literally wipe away 10 or 20 years of savings. So you got to start protecting that. Once you've had that wealth accumulate to a point where you're going to have a successful retirement, that becomes putting it in a scenario where we can invest that for our clients so that they have a successful retirement for the rest of their life and make sure we're really focused on principal preservation, but also getting that good retirement income stream every single year. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 74725. Today's show has been a work of art. 